23 segundos. Mamma mia, Drew Scanlon. <laughs> That's Italian, Danny. <laughs> That's a different country. I know to what you are referring, though. Mm. Yes. Yes? It's not as uh, it's not as opaque as some of my uh, other foreign phrases <laughs> no. have been. I don't speak much Spanish, but I'm pretty sure... What was it? I heard secundos. Uh, yeah. Veinte uh, y tres. Okay. Yeah. Segundos. Sounds, sounds familiar. That one... Sounds familiar. <laughs> Always confused me in school because uh, the word for twenty is spelled veinte. Okay, but they say it veinte. Oh, really? Yeah. At least in Mexican Spanish. I don't know about Spain Spanish. If right. It's different. Spain Spanish. Spanish. OG yeah, Spanish. You know. Spanish <laughs> Spanish regular as opposed to Spanish uh-huh. vanilla. Right. Uh, welcome to Shift F One, a podcast about speedy race cars. I am Drew Scanlon. He's back. I'm back. Welcome back. Thanks to you, Danny O'Dwyer and uh, David Lang, Godlike. for filling in while I was while I was away. <laughs> no problem. We had a bunch of fun races. It all it was all kicking off here in North America while you were down south, huh? I know. And like <laughs> the next race is in Brazil, and I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I know. Way to time that one, motherfucker. Yeah, really, <laughs> really nailed that one. How uh, was Brazil? I, I kept my eyes. It was great. I kept my eyes peeled for. Uh, for Formula One related things, because oh, yeah. you know you hear that oh, Brazilians love Formula One and Senna and all this stuff. Um, I only saw one picture of Felipe Massa. Oh, really? Uh, and I I tweeted it from the uh, the Shift F One uh, account, <laughs> uh, and it's just an ad of him standing next to like this swimsuit model. Oh yeah, well, I think th- I think it's different ads. Shake Slim and Lavatan. Yeah, is he holding like what is up with his shampoo face? or something? His face is really that's, weird. That's mean. It, no, he's just he's he's putting on a weird face. Like his face isn't weird. He's just putting on Felipe a weird Massa face. Felipe Massa has a weird face. He doesn't really, does he? He looks a little bit like. Now I feel bad saying that, but he looks a little bit like Alexis in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit. I'm not saying Alexis, our dear friend, Alexis, Alexis is Gagisa, way more has, suave. Has a weird face. Um, yeah, and Alexis can smile. You're right. That's a bad smile. It's a bad smile. Here. It's a weird smile. I'm trying to look up what Lavatan is. The, the the I would bet it is a supplement. It okay. is a multivitamin. That's what it, I'm going with. That's what it looks like. It, they do apparently they do a lot of calcium. There's one for hair. Um mm. uh his one is for uh Lavatan A to Z. Oh, so it is a multivitamin. You're you are in fact correct. Okay. Um uh, he's he's holding his finger up in a way that is demonstrating that he is number one, mm. which I'm not sure if any Brazilians have been watching F1 over the past, you know, since he lost the title in whatever it was, 2009 or something. But he hasn't been number one in quite a while. I It's funny. I, I asked this exact thing of a Brazilian person, um, uh, two of them, actually, and neither of them were uh, that into Formula One. Okay. But um, th- they basically said that they don't really know of many people who are into it these days because there's no good Brazilians in Formula One. And I was like, right. well, Felipe Massa almost won that championship. He yeah. lost him, lost in the last corner. And one guy basically just shrugged and said, yeah, but he didn't. So, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, and then no. another another non-F1 fan remarked that all he, he remembered about uh, F1 was uh, when Senna died and that Rubens Barrichello is slow. Jesus Christ. Because he let uh, Schumacher go around him. Yeah. Fair enough. And like that was a joke in Brazil for a long time. Wow. That that's sad. Slow. Huh. 
Maybe you just also, met some means pasta. salty ass F1 fans. I, yeah, I guess. I don't oh, know. That's a shame. How was the rest of it? How was Brazil? I've never been to. I've never been to South America. It's it's quite a place. Uh, it's um, we got to go to three different cities, and they're all drastically different. Oh which yeah, was way cool. Yeah, it's one underwater, Rio. one's in the clouds. <laughs> well, kind of. It's like this <laughs> one's lava. I almost they're almost like Star Wars planets. Like <laughs> San Paulo's the the uh, like Coruscant, the whole planet. There's a city because it's right. a gigantic city. Uh, and then Rio is your uh, your lush uh, mm. jungle planet. Yeah. And I then Brasilia is this weird retro future. Right. In the middle of a desert plateau. It's Brasilia like a is savanna. a weird. I remember reading up about Brasilia when the World Cup was on. And just mm-hmm. seeing how weird, like the 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 city planning is there and everything, it's like very oh, much. Oh yeah, a, it was like a, a f- designed city that they yeah. built in five years. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Uh, but yeah, it was great. We met a ton of people. Um, saw some amazing things. Uh, we even got to go to um, uh, visit the favelas, which oh, there's a. Formula One track that was used, I think, in the 50s. It's a street circuit. Oh, wow. Uh, but now part of it is overgrown with favelas that have like grown up around it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, like it, on it's the funny track and stuff? Yeah. Well, it's tough to tell that it's a track because it's kind of okay. like Monaco. It's like this twisty turny. I forget what it's called. Um, but I was trying to research it before the trip, but I couldn't find it on any maps. <laughs> Right. And I realized why, because it's just uh, favelas all over the place. That's nice. Um, yeah. All, all kinds of cool stuff come, coming soon from youtube.com slash cloth map. Looking forward to it. Yes, thank you. Uh, holding things down here good, Danny? Everything yeah. all, all good in the USA? Yeah, nothing bad going on here, nothing weird. Um, I'll be honest, man, having a house is great because it just distracts you from being in front of the computer all day and <laughs> reading about all the awfulness that's out there. I was on my leaf blower. I was on my, I got my John Deere. I'm like cutting wow. the grass. I'm so fucking, it's like, yeah. You've got a house stuff. house. I got a hammock at the back. I just lie on sometimes because I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking great. I've, 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 uh, I put a, a heavy bag up in my, in my, in my like basement so I can just, I work until 12 and then I do like eight rounds on the heavy bag and then come out again. And it's like, man, there, I'm just saving some money on gym membership right there. And then it's rad. I like it. This pace of life is definitely like, feels more like uh like 31 year old Danny sort of life. So I'm into it. It's fucking nice. great. Congrats, man. Thank you. And we can still do it over the internet. The internets. I know. And if not, we got Dave Lang. <laughs> He'll help us out. That's He's right. a Ferrari fanboy. Uh, shall we get to the racing, Danny? Let's do it, man. This is a fun one. Championship decider. We don't get to to do these. I mean, we get to do these once a year at least, <laughs> but yeah. they don't happen very often. Um, very true. And yeah, this was a real fun one to look forward to because it it looked like it was probably going to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Vettel had to come in first or second, uh, mm. to to make the championship go, uh, to the next round. Um, and it looked like he put himself on pole position, barely pipping Max Verstappen. Yeah. Uh, super close. Which is uh, Vettel's 50th career pole. 
Uh, although there was carnage in the rest of the field in terms of penalties. Ricardo got 20. Um, Hartley, I almost said Harianto because his, his name is also H-A-R. <laughs> Brandon Harianto, yeah. Yep. Is it Brandon or Brendan? I, I, everyone keeps pronouncing it differently. Some people, people say Brendan. It's fucking all over the place. I have no idea. Is Brendan an Irish name? Sounds Irish. Brendan? Maybe. Yeah. It's mm. common in Ireland. I, I didn't realize it wasn't elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I had a friend growing up named Brendan, but... That's Brendan. the only other Brendan. Yeah. I Brendan know. Green is player unknown. That's oh, of course, that's his name. Yeah, uh, Alonso also 20, 20 spots for a power unit change, and Van Dorn thirty five because I think they changed his entire power unit, his Great. engine and everything. Uh, also, uh, Pierre Gasly did not qualify after a turbo failure in free practice three. Uh, he also I think got slapped with some <laughs> penalties as well, but he's already in the back of the field, so whatever. Mm. Uh. Boy, I I watched the races um, while I was abroad. Uh, although, let's see. No, I only watched the... What was it? The... What was the one before the U.S. Grand Prix? Before U.S. was... Uh, it was the final one in Asia. It was... Wasn't it? It wasn't... No. <laughs> God damn it. They all run together. God damn it. Going to F1.cool. F1 calendar. Where you at? F1 calendar. Japan. Yeah, it was. It was Japan. Yeah. Oh. Yes, Malaysia, Japan, US, Mexico. Wait. Then what did I... Oh, I'm Japan. sorry. I'm I'm stupid. I'm thinking uh, I watched the US GP in Brazil and then the Mexican one when I got back. Uh, ah. So the United States one US was fun, fun to watch because yeah. um, I got all the... Or I watched the qualifying in Portuguese which was fun. Oh, really? Yeah. I posted a little clip to at shift F1 podcast on Twitter where awesome. they call, they call him Daniel Ricard. Oh yeah. Ricard. That was great. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so it was fun. Um, but here's the grid Danny for the Mexican Grand Prix. Fettel on pole, as we mentioned, barely edging out Max Verstappen in second place. Hamilton bringing up third spot, uh, with Valtteri Bottas right behind him in fourth. Raikkonen in fifth, Ocon in sixth, Hulkenberg and Sainz in seven and eight, uh, Perez, hometown boy, in ninth, and Massa rounding out the top ten. Behind him, behind him is uh, Stroll, followed by uh, Ericsson and Verline, the Saubers, up in twelfth and thirteenth, Magnussen in fourteenth, Grosjean in fifteenth, and then everybody else. Ricardo, uh, Har- Hartley, uh, Alonso, <laughs> Van Dorn, and Gasly with all their penalties. Everybody starting I mean, on the... Uh, their names are not that similar. One of them is like a a very like white name. Yes, Hartley. <laughs> Brandon Hartley and Rio Harriano. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Uh everyone's starting on the ultra softs except for Grosjean and Alonso who are on the uh super softs. Cuz why not? Cuz why not? Cuz you got to do something. Do you want to take us through this start? Oh yeah, what a funny what a real fun one. I mean, I guess the big question here is is what side of the track or what type of aero push down this straight is going to give someone the, the biggest benefit because it's quite a long straight down to that first turn. Yeah. Um, and we're not really sure because we've got, uh, you know, Vettel out front. We have Verstappen in the other lane, but then they're basically got a bunch of Mercedes standing right behind them. So it's kind of, you know, whoever can get the 
who, who is Vettel going to lose out to Verstappen? Is Verstappen going to give a toe to Bottas? Is Hamilton going to get ahead of Verstappen because of Vettel's push? All of these things, and then Kimi sort of sitting in the background as well. So, well, and, and, you've, um, and you've got this wrinkle of uh, the championship where Vettel is going all out to try to keep first and second, and Hamilton's trying not to screw up, but he's also Lewis Hamilton, so he wants to do well in the race. Right, so the one thing he doesn't... I almost said Rio, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> the one thing he doesn't want to do is get taken out, essentially, at this stage. It's the the sort of... Um, uh, the, the uh, It's like what, what you have at the end of a Schumacher is, is trying to make sure that you don't end up getting taken out by him at the end of a season. Um, so we have another German here uh, in Sebastian Vettel. I mean, the, the reality-wise, he's not going to, you know, take out Lewis three times and, and finish win all the races to win the championship but <laughs> right. at the very least Hamilton wants to make sure he gets around that first uh, couple of turns okay um, so as it happens actually uh, Verstappen and Vettel have great starts so does Hamilton by the time they're approaching the first turn, uh, turn they're actually three abreast yeah it's, it's they like it, they incredible. follow each other and then they swing out from one another it's really kind of crazy so you've got Vettel that's kind of closer to the inside the, of that first right turn, but of course it's a right left, um, uh, right left right. So uh, it could also benefit Max, who is on the inside of him, uh, for where he is if he can get ahead of Vettel after the apex of that first turn. And then you've got Hamilton who's on the outside of the turn, who's probably going to try and at this stage get like a decent push out of that first turn. So if the two boys ahead of him have a bit of a scuffle, then he's in a, a good place to, to benefit from it. Bottas almost backs out actually a little bit here to kind of leave Hamilton past. Um, and as we sort of imagined, Vettel and Verstappen go side by side, Max slightly ahead of him um, at the exit of turn one. So he's in a much better place for the, the, the left-hander in turn two. They have a little bit of a coming together where Vettel clips the back of um, Verstappen loses a slight bit of his uh, his uh, front left wing end plate, um, and then as that happens, Hamilton getting that fast toe out of turn one, sort of swings around the outside of Vettel. So their side by side going into turn three, Verstappen at this stage is just a little bit ahead of them. Vettel and Hamilton having it coming together. That same piece of um, uh, the left side of his uh, uh, front wing that he crunched into Verstappen, he now piles into the back of uh, Hamilton's left rear. Uh, while Verstappen managed to get away with it, Hamilton not so lucky. He's got a puncture in his, uh, his rear left and soon afterwards Bottas, Vettel and the rest of the pack are getting behind him because he is flopping around trying to keep that car on track. Yeah, which at this point I was losing my mind because this is exactly what, like, you know, Hamilton out of the picture and Vettel up at the front. Like, this could be, we could see an extension of the championship here. So, um, right. That was that was amazing to see. Uh, so Hamilton, yeah, plummets through the field, but it soon becomes clear that Vettel isn't faring much better without half of his front wing. Uh, right. And, uh, he immediately pits. Yeah, he has to pit, which is obviously a shame for him, and uh, not so much for Max Verstappen, who's now laughing because he's out in front with Max the two other laughing. best drives uh, nice. in the race, uh, miles behind him. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Hamilton takes a lot longer to get around the track, but he does uh, make it to the pits eventually. Uh, he and Vettel both put on the soft tire, which is the hardest compound. Um, Hamilton has a longer stop, presumably because the team is looking for additional damage. Yes, uh, but they're they, looking under the car, I think. They, they come out in the back of the field. So mm. after lap one, we've got Verstappen on top, followed by Botas. Ocon in third place, followed by Hulkenberg wow. and Sainz. Uh, then we've got 
Perez, Massa, Raikkonen uh, down in eighth place, Stroll, and Ricardo, who has made up six places in one lap. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Magnussen, Van Dorn, Ericsson, Grosjean, Alonso, Verline Hart, <laughs> Hartley, <laughs> Gasly, and then Vettel and Hamilton. <laughs> Oh, I like it. You're patient zero. It's spreading to everyone. Yeah. I've already gotten it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, happened to Reichen. Podcast. Yeah, I think he got. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I think in the the bit of a ruckus that happened in front of him, a lot of people got uh, sort of started breaking, and in that little bit of uh, kerfuffle, he ended up losing out a couple of spaces okay. just in that first two turns. Um, yeah, not not great for him. Van Dorn race, to be honest. also made up seven places into 12th place uh, in that right. uh, his, his opening lap is, is featured in the F1 onboards video, which we will link at F1.cool. Um, yeah, both Force India is doing a great job because Perez actually, I mean, I can see Perez diving past Raikkonen because, you know, it's his home Grand Prix. It's a really important one um, for himself. And also uh, there was a lot of sort of uh, emotion around this Grand Prix in the wake of the, the, the earthquake as well that struck Mexico City a couple or last month or a couple of months back. Um, so a pretty big one for him. So I can see him like battling that little bit harder as well into those first couple of turns. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, yeah. at this stage, uh, the championship looks pretty well in the bag for Hamilton, but it's not impossible for Vettel to... Uh, come back and, and do this, especially with the advantage of having already pitted, uh, going on to the hardest tire, and uh, who knows what could happen with a safety car. So, Totally. I mean, we have uh, some cars as well. You know, Verstappen's had a lot of retirements this year. Um, the Mexican Grand Prix is at a, an altitude that does play havoc with turbos, um, and also they weren't really sure about the longevity of some of those tires. So there was a lot that could happen mm-hmm. still that could get you know Vettel into into a, a into a podium position for sure yeah uh lap three Ricardo's still rocketing through the pack and is now uh picking off stroll for eighth place uh also lap three signs pits strangely and goes on to the soft tire I wonder if he's already having some kind of problem um, right lap five this this was offline but you can see it in the onboards video that Alonso was making a move on Grosjean uh, and Grosjean forced him to the outside and off the track. Or uh, Grosjean was forced to the outside and off the track, but Grosjean just cuts the corner and stays ahead of Alonso. Right. To which Alonso says, uh, race director, look at the race, please. <laughs> uh, Alonso does get by Grosjean on lap nine, but uh, Grosjean loses some carbon fiber in the process and earns himself yes. a time penalty. Yeah. Uh, lap six... Ricardo goes into the pits and we're like, oh, he's pitting oh. early and then he retires. After making up eighth places in like <sighs> three laps, like, I know. what a shame. And then you're thinking, okay, well, if he retires, what's going to happen with Max up front? If they've, if, if the problem, uh, the, the weird thing about Ricardo is, is that they had just replaced half his car, right? Like he, yeah, he had had, I think the, the part that broke was an RSK, I think, or something. And they said that they had actually replaced it with a part that they thought was about to break so it was totally fresh when it happened hmm. um which is a massive downer for them yeah and, and again kind of scary for for Stappen. yeah uh lap 12 cool to see erickson hanging tough in ninth place he had some help hmm. uh at the start with some grid penalties but he's he's hanging in there so that was that's cool yeah he hasn't gotten points since monza in 2014 so wow uh really looking to to, to score some today has erickson really been around since 2014 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Fettel also working his way up the field. Um, and slap 13, he has to contend with Massa, who is not about to give up any places, <laughs> and pushes Vettel off the track. Uh, Vettel rejoins and gets the position, but it was an ugly one. And he also it was has to the radio. Yeah, he was complaining about it, but also he probably should have fucking handed it back because he got the place by running off the racing line. Yeah, so. he doesn't. Well, he goes wide, but doesn't cut any corners. Right. Yeah. I guess all four wheels are off the track, though. So, I yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's one of those zones that, <laughs> who knows? I just, yeah. I don't know how I don't know how any of this works. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I still have no idea. If you complain loud enough, I think they they make you hand the place back. Well, yeah, he, he and he tries. He says, "Seriously, are we developing out of school to here?" Which I think is his way of asking if people are just it's like driving. Out of driving school? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's fun to push the other guy off the track. I had my nose ahead, honestly. (laughs) Honestly, just take a drink. Uh, To which his engineer says, Seb, stay focused. And he says, I am focused. I am focused. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, okay. I am calm. I am calm. I'm very calm. I'm not... You're yelling. (laughs) Uh as you mentioned, lap 19, a nice showing from the crowd of uh, solidarity with the victims of the recent earthquake, uh, standing with their fists in the air. Perez also pits on lap 19. Um, yes. And yeah, awesome to see him doing well in this race. Hmm. Uh, Hamilton, by the way, back in 19th place still on lap 20 and not looking yeah. the fastest. Uh, no, he's not catching. Like at this stage, we've had... Vettel, I think, is up into 14th past Grosjean and, Ga- and Gasly. So, like, you would expect something similar from Hamilton. And he's he's still in last. He hasn't been able to get past anyone. Yeah. He's... Um, and he's been getting close. So, yeah, massive worry as to what's going on there. Um, and he actually is at risk of being lapped. Um, for He hasn't been lapped since Spain 2013. So, uh, <laughs> quite a quite an unfortunate record if it manages to happen in this in this race. Yeah, he's got uh, signs ahead of him, and ahead of signs is uh, Verline. And Hamilton says, just getting past these guys is difficult. And sure enough, on lap 22, he gets blue flags and is lapped by Max Verstappen. Amazing. Apparently, it, it seemed like perhaps it was something to do with heat issues because whenever he had an opportunity to slide out of the toe, he would. So I wonder if every time he got close, it was just there was some sort of an issue with that car where there were they weren't getting the cooling they needed so yeah. close behind the next one but it took them took them a long long while which i well, think meanwhile vettel i think is up to 12th at that stage yeah you're right um and i think the altitude i think uh it's like seven thousand feet Mexico right. City is, um, or that's not, i mean that's quite high <laughs> yeah it's a it's a mile or no more than a mile um it's what is that like three thousand meters i don't know uh but it's yeah it's thin up there so breaks um are taking they they're not cooling as well and you know there's right. a lot of stuff on there that needs cooling so that, that that's a good uh, a good guess um lap 26 speaking of problems hulkenberg pulls over and retires yeah uh, and kind of a scary message from his engineer he says stop the car please nico the car is not safe you need to get out by climbing onto the front of the car and jumping off right so <laughs> uh, apparently that was a it was a curse issue or Yes. Supposed curse issue, which could cause an electric shock. 
So they're like, don't touch any metal parts of the car. So he's allowed to step on the carbon fiber sort of front part. Yeah. Um, but they said jump directly onto the grass. But he actually jumped up onto the wall, which was even more ballsy, uh-huh. <laughs> which I quite uh, liked. Second Renault engine failure of the race. Right. So they're, they're dropping like flies already. Uh, Taro, yeah. Let's see, lap 30, Perez gets past Magnussen for sixth. And the crowd goes wild. It. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and then lap 32, Rio Harianto's engine <laughs> blows up, <laughs> which is the third Renault engine failure. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, pulls off to the side. Yeah. I and think he had just done an overtake as well. I think he had just gotten past a Grosjean. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a whole great little fight between uh, Harley Grosjean and uh, Gasly, I think, in that whole thing. Uh, Massa was there as well, actually. Oh, no, sorry. Maybe it was Maybe it was Gasly I was thinking of, actually. Yeah, further back it was. Um, Gasly, Grosjean, and, and Massa actually having a nice little fight uh, before that happened. I think Hamilton actually did overtake um, signs just then as well and okay. passed Verline. So he's at least gotten out of the, the, the bottom, you know, the... the absolute bottom of the grid right or standings um vsc virtual safety car comes out as a result of uh hartley's engine and yeah. tons of people pit uh i think everyone mm. who has not pitted comes in to pit uh including verstappen raikkonen yeah hamilton and vettel both come in yeah ultra um, soft for vettel and uh yeah he vettel comes out in eighth place uh, and uh, Will Buxton was talking was talking strats here, so I wanted to see if I could uh, relay some of w- what all happened in the pits uh, regarding Force India and Kimmy, because Kimmy was running in third um, after Ocon had pitted earlier. So Ocon pitted from third place and came out in fourth behind Raikkonen. Then the virtual safety car happened which means Raikkonen can pit without losing as much time right? keeping third place. So that sucks for Force India. Uh, Force India could also have pitted Ocon again at this stage under this uh, virtual safety car and not lose a place to who was behind him, who was Stroll. Uh, because Stroll hadn't stopped yet and thus would be using the VSC as the opportunity to do so. Uh, Force India, though, did not do this. And now Stroll will be closing on Ocon with new tires at the end of the race. Hmm. Uh, also, around this time, NBC Sports Network interviewed Zach Brown, the executive director of McLaren, who, uh, as you may recall, is switching to Renault engines <laughs> next year. He sure is. And uh, David Hobbs asked him, basically, like, how about all these exploding Renaults, huh? And uh, Zach Brown says, I haven't noticed. Uh, and what? Then, and then laughs. No, it was a joke. Oh, really? Uh, and then he says, let's hope they're using this race as a test bed. They've got a lot of power, and with that comes some reliability risk, which is a yeah. great... With great power becomes reliability risk. <laughs> yes, what Spider-Man that's always the, the says. the famous quote, yeah. I think that's a great business answer. You know, they got a lot of power, and with that comes some yeah. reliability It's just so risk. fast, they keep exploding. Yeah. Gotta go fast. <laughs> uh... Lap 38, Vettel passes Magnussen for seventh place, which is no contest for Magnussen. Yeah. Uh, and has five more places to gain 
uh, in 31 laps if he wants to keep that championship alive. He is eating but up he's also, a second yeah. and a half to Perez on each lap. But he's also got, like, he needs a safety car because he has, like, it's not just the places, it's the amount of time. Like, the delta between him and number one is, like, unbelievable. Like, it's, like, 40 seconds or something, right? Like, there's just massive, massive gaps between all these cars because yeah. of the way it all shuffled out. So what he really needs is a safety car to bunch the whole crowd up, and then he might actually have a chance of doing it. Yeah, I think he needs two seconds per lap to catch, catch Botas. Uh, meanwhile, if nothing Hamilton, else happens. Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, Hamilton is catching up as well, which means that every time he pushes up into eighth position, and or if he got as far as like fifth or whatever, every time he's going up into the positions, he's creating that that position where now Vettel needs to actually win the race to get to to make it happen. You know, that's um, true. Yeah. So, and I think if Hamilton gets to fifth place, it doesn't matter what Vettel yes. does. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> kind of a funny back and forth with Verstappen and his engineer who uh, he tells Max to take it easy, perhaps for those engine reasons. Uh, and then the very next lap, his engineer says, uh, so that was the same lap time as the previous lap, Max? <laughs> and Max says, uh, yeah, I'm real sorry. I'm going so fast. He's just having fun up there. Yeah. It's, I guess they're worried about something that he's like, he can't feel anything in the car that feels like it's going to go wrong, so... He's just pushing it. Yeah. He, he does, uh, later in the race, complain about his, his tires a little bit. Um, but, yeah, does not seem concerned with his engine. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Lap 51, Fettel gets by Perez for sixth place and then Stroll for fifth on lap 34. Or, hmm. I'm sorry, 54. Uh, next is Ocon and then Raikkonen, who might move over for Vettel who's in because Raikkonen's in third yeah uh, so presumably if Vettel got behind Raikkonen Raikkonen would move over and then uh Vettel would have to contend with Botas but that's a different story altogether um but conceivably Verstappen's engine could explode right and then Vettel would inherit second place so yeah it's definitely possible with 17 laps to go uh Vettel is increasing his speed, setting fastest laps, and now making up two seconds a lap on uh, Ocon. So, lap 57, Hamilton asks, uh, what position do I need? Yeah. To, to which uh, his engineer replies, Vettel's currently P5, he needs at least P2. Hamilton asks, is that possible for him? The response is, negative, negative. Valtteri is now sat in P2, holding that spot. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hamilton's probably feeling pretty Hold- good about this point. Yeah, he's going to make his car as wide as possible if that ever happened. So, yeah. Yeah. And v- Valtteri's no pushover when it no. comes to defending. Uh, lap 57, that'll get by Ocon. Yeah. Him and him, sorry, him and him, Ricardo in the, in the American Grand Prix was absolutely outstanding to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Great battles. Both of those guys, again, like like we've said before, it's, it's, those battles are, it's it's fun to watch like carbon fiber fly, but it's also really fun to watch two pros do it and not collide. You know. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, try to try to eke out their the best of everyone's racecraft. Uh, yeah, Fettel gets by Ocon with no issues for fourth place. Uh, same lap, Ericsson retires with fire and smoke at the back of his car, which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then we get this exchange on lap 60. Vettel's engineer says, Kimi is 23 seconds in front. Vettel says, how many seconds, you say? 
23. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> that is a little bit too much. Here's your 23 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So to get to thinking. Kimmy. Not even to get to uh, uh, Botas, yeah. who's, I yeah. think, another 20-something seconds ahead. Yeah, it's a massive gap. Like, he needed that whole thing to be bunched up. And, like, you can't... Could you imagine asking Kimmy to slow down 23 seconds? Like, <laughs> right yeah. down there. Like, it's it's redundant as well because he he's, you know, he needs to catch up to Botas no matter what. Even if Verstappen's engine explodes, wh- what's Kimmy going to do? Like, pull over for 23 seconds? I guess. Like, that'd be weird. But maybe... Then he'd be coming laughing stock in Brazil. Right, yeah, in Finland. I was uh, taking a shit. <laughs> in my car. In my car, yeah. He pulls over to take a shit. He just got, he's drive on. Somebody said something like, oh, he should drive onto his uh, onto his boat. <laughs> just, like, just park on the side of the track and find a boat to lie in. Oh, that's great. Um, there was like this frightening image uh, of, of, I think it was Raikkonen as a baby in his Ferrari oh. fire suit. Did you see that? No. I was really bizarre oh is that what that picture was yeah oh i have a note here saying random ferrari child but that must have been him (laughs) yeah i don't know what that was about it's like somebody made a cardboard cutout of it yeah that's weird yeah strange uh also strange is these renault engines signs retires the fourth renault engine to fail during this race verstappen Mm. and gasly are the only ones still running uh, Worth mentioning, Stappen, Alonso is also still running in that shitty Honda. So true. How about that? Uh, Verstappen fact, he's about though, to defend Hamilton. <laughs> Verstappen's still setting fastest laps, so his his engine is still turned. Yeah, and his engineer is probably still screaming in the radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then lap sixty six, we do get that great battle for eighth place with Magnussen, Alonso, and Hamilton. Hmm. Uh, Hamilton takes a dive at Alonso, but Alonso makes his car pretty wide, and Hamilton has to back off. Uh, but then does it a few laps later in uh, in another one of those hard fights between two two pros. Unbelievable, uh, yeah. Alonso did really well to to block him off. Um, I loved seeing that because a lot of people just would have left him pass because oh, I guess it's you know it's Hamilton coming up here. But Alonso really like did a lot of work to try and not make him get past um yeah that whole time. And I, I, I one feel of like the Alonso's battles happening. Like one of those old school guys is not gonna. He's, you're gonna have to earn it, Hamilton. Like they're both championship winners, totally, and also both um, ex teammates as well who had a little bit of rubbing back then too. So that's very you know, true. That's a that's a that's a good kind of uh, a battle for them to be having. Pretty amazing seeing a McLaren fight a Mercedes like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it says more about the Mercedes being having a rough day at the, the office then probably <laughs> than the. <laughs> McLaren, but uh, that's true. There's Although, a couple of other little fights that are happening that are fun as well because you, you're looking at um, the Haas boys uh, maybe ca- catching up with Toro Rosso as well, or the Toro Rosso and the Renault and Haas are so all close together with the the constructors. So there's a lot of yeah. points up for grabs today. I think we had Perez, Stroll, and Ocon in fifth, sixth, and seventh. So there was a lot of like you know points up for grabs in this one when it came to the constructor as well. Yeah, and uh, if Magnussen can hold on to eighth place, that would be huge for Haas because Sainz right. and Hulkenberg are both out of the race. So Renault's getting yeah. zero points from this. Um, in the end, though, Verstappen wins. Hamilton keeps that ninth spot, and Vettel can't do anything from fourth place. So game, set, match. Lewis Hamilton for the Drivers' Championship with only two races to go. 
That's the official, <laughs> you've won the championship noise of Shift F1. Congratulations. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. He even got a little round of applause from Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, I thought that was really classy. Yeah. And then he got a call from his friend Neymar, which was really weird. Yes, that was strange. It was like, hi, it's Neymar. I was like, we're not in Brazil yet. You fuck off. <laughs> come on the radio next week, mate. Um, yeah, and then uh, David Coulthard tried to interview him, and he would not listen to him. Oh, man, what an awkward interview. <laughs> Hamilton didn't want to be there. Coulthard didn't want to be there. Yeah, he just he, he was like hugging all his buddies and not really answering the question, and they just, they just ran. He just went for a run down to the into the garage which was yeah. funny because his mother was actually at the little like place they'd set up i guess that was near the exit of the uh the baseball stadium um so i was kind of wondering if he was running back to see his mom but he wasn't uh because he ran back to the garage to shake everyone's hands he kissed all of the 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 girls that were outside with the champagne did you see that yes he and then grabbed pe- one peck on the cheek and then got a glass of champagne for his troubles <laughs> Man. Fuck it, world champion. You know, yeah. Get your so. champagne, mate. You you earned you earned it. Uh, it's kind of strange seeing him uh, dodge fans and like. Yeah, it was weird. Even They're running up on like top of to... one of the barriers. Yeah, he was like, he was like running. It was like watching somebody evade zombies. Like, yes, he was like trying to like duck past people, and they're trying to like hug him and <laughs> take yeah, selfies. It's all very strange. Yeah, yeah, take selfies. Fucking selfies, man. Yeah, uh, there you go. Fourth champion. He's uh, only the fifth person to do it. So he's up yeah. there with uh, Sebastian Vettel himself, um, Michael Schumacher, uh, Fangio. Got and seven, I'm trying right? to think who else. Prost, I guess, was it? Yeah, Prost has four. Yeah. Schumi's got seven. And Fangio's got five, I think. Yeah. Uh, some good uh, radio from Verstappen after the race. And I don't think this was broadcast, but it's on the uh, the F1 uh, radio YouTube video uh verstappen says what a good race the car was amazing his engineer says well done max that was fantastic couldn't you uh go any slower to which verstappen says (laughs) yeah i'm so sorry mate i was cruising ha ha uh i was about to cut the track you know just for fun maybe get a five second penalty then it gets a bit more interesting (gasps) oh my god i like i like happy verstappen he's funny Max uh, Happy Stappen. He did set a a, a vest um, uh, lap on the circuit, but I don't think Vettel beat it uh, later on. Who won driver of the day? Do you know? Because I voted for Max. Uh, Vettel. Vettel. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, nobody's going to win with driver of the day when you, they complain that much. Yeah, you're right. Fucking hell. Uh, Verstappen does win, followed by Botas. Raikkonen in third. Uh, it's a, a finish 2-3 finish. Uh, Vettel, <laughs> Vettel in fourth, Esteban Ocon holding on to fifth, Stroll in sixth, Perez, hometown boy, in seventh place. Magnussen holds on to eighth, Hamilton in ninth, Alonso rounding out the top ten, followed by Massa, Van Dorn, Gasly, Verline, and Grosjean. And uh, that's the last of the people still running. Uh, the DNFs are Sainz, Erickson, Hartley, uh, Hulkenberg mm. and Ricardo. Yes. There you go. So, Drivers' Championship clenched. Yeah, and a bit of mov- movement in the constructors as well, or at least Haas are within a point of Renault now, which is pretty wonderful. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Let's go down 
the constructors here. Mercedes already won it with 595. Ferrari's got 455. Red Bull has 340. Force India with 175. Uh, Williams has 76. Toro Rosso with 53. And only behind them by five is Renault with 48. And Haas has 47. So, yeah, a lot, a lot can change in the last two races uh, between... Uh, those three guys for sixth place. McLaren's got 24 and Sauber's got five. Uh, worth also pointing out, as Adam Cooper, uh, F1 dude, journalist, not exactly sure what he does, but uh, <laughs> he's a dude. Uh, and he pointed out on Twitter that if Perez and Ocon were their own one-car teams, they would be fourth and fifth in the Constructors' Championship ahead of Williams. Right. Which is pretty amazing from mm. Force India such a yeah fair play they've really co- they've really commented around the past couple of years indeed they have uh and that is mexico danny mexico only two races left my friend i know it's been a good season so far uh you know you you want things to go to the wire with the championships but i feel like you know it, this is this is fine to have only two races at least it wasn't like eight races to go that everything was decided yeah, and at least we got a bit of a fight between two different teams and not just the, the Mercedes sort of internal battle that we, we enjoyed the past couple of years. So That's true. Um, there was something there. It was a bit of a shame that the Red Bulls were so uncompetitive this year. Uh, there was a couple of times where they got some wins, and that was fun, but a lot of it was, was because other cars were underperforming. So um, we'll, it'll be interesting next year, see what the, some of the shuffles do with the 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 Ren- Renault and Honda engine stuff as well, see if you get a little bit more mix-up in the middle of the pack. But, um, I mean, it's been good. I feel like the, I feel like the mid-pack has been very interesting this year. And at the very least, we saw a competitive Ferrari, which is something that we didn't see for a long, long time. So that was cool. Yeah, agreed. Uh, those those DNFs from Vettel in Asia were real rough mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, yeah, totally. Define, Season-defining. Like yes. Without one of those, this went down to the last race, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking killer. speaking of engines and the future, we have uh, announced here the new engine format proposed by the FIA for 2021, which is when it's all changing. So the right. short version is they're similar to current engines, but there's uh, engines, but there's more emphasis on the KERS system. So drivers will potentially be able to use it more strategically. Mm. Uh, the engines will also be 3,000 RPM higher, resulting in a different, perhaps more louder sound. Good stuff. Uh, they've also done some things to restrict development costs. I don't know exactly how that's going to work. I don't think teams do either. Um, but this is from motorsport.com. Aston Martin is at least pleased because they're considering becoming a uh, an engine manufacturer, an independent right. uh, engine manufacturer with, with no team, but they would just sell their engines. Um, and, uh, the only detractors I think so far are Mercedes and Renault who think it, it has risks to, to do this kind of change. Their their point is basically that the changes will actually, though they're similar, they will actually require engine manufacturers to, uh, design entirely new engines. And with that comes, you know, that, that arms race that everyone wants to maximize everything. So, um, They say that that will actually increase costs, at least for 2021, uh, rather than what you could do, they say, which is just make adjustments to the current spec engine by increasing fuel and RPM limits and then just calling right. it good. 
Um, so it, I, I think those, it's a proposed thing. I don't know that it's, uh, it's, it's for real yet, but, um, that's, that's what's going around to, to all the teams who have, uh, what, five years? Gosh, no, three to prepare. Yeah. It's not that far. It's scarily close actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll a lot be, of changes happening with, with everything else as well with the, yeah. When are, is it, when are we getting the, the. What do you call them? I keep forgetting them. I keep wanting to call them the, sh- the the shields, but what is it? The oh, um, the halo. Yeah, I think that's next year, isn't it? Is it next year? Isn't that crazy? It's all just happening so quickly. Yeah, boy, you guys got some good some good news to talk about on your episodes. The uh, F one online streaming season for twenty eighteen. That's awesome. Yeah, fingers crossed they pull ahead with it. I mean, it would be ideal. Uh, looking at what they're doing on YouTube. That that ch- channel is like even from the start of the season to the end of it, the amount of like extra little you know bits of content that we've been putting up there is 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 really cool. Like it's it's starting to turn into like a channel that I actually check midweek a couple of times instead of just being like uh um you know something that that I go to maybe kind of I usually go there right before the podcast to sort of give me a refresher visually on what happened based on my mm-hmm. notes. Um. But yeah, there's some uh, some cool little features going up there as well. Um, there was one, I'm trying to find it here. Which one was it? I mean, Usain Bolt going around the the track with Vettel was pretty funny. Um, yeah, there's just some like features about like the history of F1 and and some some like you know Hamilton winning the championship and like what other drivers there were who were doing that and stuff that sort of stuff. They did, like Guy Martin interviews and all these <laughs> other little bits and bobs. Even a bit of reporting, you know, asking Carlos Sainz why he swapped teams and things like that. So. Um, yeah, it's been cool. There's been a bunch of like really fun stuff there. So I'm hoping that like that type of media, you know, whatever they're building there in the background or whatever sort of what they're thinking about in terms of their their licenses and their rights that they're they're gonna do something cool when it comes to the streaming because it 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 needs to sort of happen. Yeah, and they so far are saying all the right things. I just I just hope it it actually does come together. Mm. Uh also, you reported last week that uh, Danny Kafiat is out of yeah, Toro Rosso. Yeah, you missed out on that. Yeah, poor Danny. Yeah, Danny, although, Danny. Whoops. Uh, according to Autosport.com, Williams technical uh, Chief Technical Officer Patty Lowe says, As I said in Austin, we'll consider all drivers that are not contracted. That is a fact. Kafiat is a very respectable driver, so he should be in the frame. We're talking mm. all the time to Felipe. And we'll see where we get with that. There are all sorts of scenarios. It's something we are managing internally. So I feel like I might be in driver contention for Williams. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, f- I feel bad for Danny, but I also feel like he had a, a bit of a, he had a, you know, a couple of bites at the cherry there and it just never really, never really stuck. Um, Yeah. We'll have to see the massive thing. I, I'm surprised that hasn't been figured out already. I think going into the Brazilian Grand Prix, it'd be really good to know if this was his last race there or not again. <laughs> right. So we could break down on the start finish straight again and have a perfect ending to his career before he, he doesn't end his career. Um, it, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one. I feel like that's the last question that's hanging over everyone um, at this stage. And sorry, the video I forgot about, there was a, it was a Jacques Villeneuve re- retrospective um, that was that was on, produced by the Formula One channel, um, which was very, very good, which cool. went up um, a week ago. You should check that out if you haven't. Awesome. Um, One more piece of news here. Uh, Official announcement from uh, the racing team, the IMSA racing team, United Autosports. 
that Alonzo is in for the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Whoa. Fernando Alonso uh, will be racing at the 24-hour race. Uh, it's the start of the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. He will be driving an LMP2 prototype sports car. Oh, awesome. Uh, which is, yeah, I, I feel like part of this uh, this kowtowing to Alonso to please stay with McLaren uh, in this release, Alonzo says, I've always, as I've always said, my aim is to be a complete driver, and this experience will help me in preparation for any other endurance race I might take part in. Hmm. Also, this there race happens at a convenient time in January when our F1 season is off, and we are mainly working on our physical preparation. It will be good to get behind a wheel again. Uh, that team he's racing with, United Auto Sports, by the way, is owned by Zach Brown, executive director of the McLaren Technology Group. Right. Yeah, it's like um, it's like he wants to break up with with his partner. So they're like, "It's okay, you can like sleep with your, you know, workmate, or like I'll, we'll just go polygamous. It's okay. Like just <laughs> just stick around. You know, don't don't go. It's yeah, I don't know. Fucking, you gotta keep the man happy, I guess. Well, the only thing that's ultimately gonna keep Fernando Alonso happy is if his car doesn't break down every second race. So, and it's got like a bit of speed. I mean, or, if that was the only thing, he'd be gone. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that and money. <laughs> yeah, they're paying him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Gotta make that bread. Yum, yum, yum. Indeed. That's all the news I've got, Danny. Should we take it around the world? I think we should probably race around the world. Wow. Which I forgot to do last week. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, your Your cavernous home provides great reverb for that oh really yeah i haven't put the baffling up yet i actually have a tiny cupboard which was a which was a storage cupboard that i'm going to turn into a voiceover booth but i don't think i'll be able to podcast from the cupboard Mm. (laughs) that might just i might just pass out because of lack of (laughs) oxygen um yeah i'm still working on a on some some baffling and some some soft uh, uh furniture furnishings around this room so apologies for my cavern (laughs) Earn, earn. Still one of the best puns I think I've ever heard uh, Brad Shoemaker say was, uh, I think Jeff asked him, what do you think about audio baffling? And Brad said, it's confounding. <laughs> Professional, That's very man, good. Brad. That's yeah. very good. That's very good. Where was well, I? let's kick things off, Danny. Oh, sorry, go on. I, what I, were you going to say? There was another pun. What was it? Oh, I went, We, myself and my wife were going to the container store because I have a storage unit. Or not a storage unit. I have a storage like um like an under in the like basement beside me like a an area storage area it's where i put my bag up but it's also like where i keep my cables and my you know what i mean you remember we worked at cbs and you had like your you're a very organized person drew so you probably appreciate Mm. like hdmi cables go here audio cables go here plugs go here all that sort of stuff right oh yeah so i'm going there and i parked the car and she's not getting out of the car and i'm like come on we gotta go and she's like one sec one sec and i said but i can i'm so excited i can barely because we're at the containment container store, so she looked at me and was like, oh, "Fuck off." It was a good joke. I thought it was a good it was, joke. That's a good one. That's real you good. It it's such an obvious pun. She had to, she could fill it in herself. <laughs> you finish each other's <laughs> sandwiches. Sandwiches. Well, let's kick it anyway. off, Danny, around the world what, with Camping World Truck at Texas Motor Speedway, the Lone Star Circle, in Fort the Lone Worth, Star Texas. State, mm-hmm. I think. For the Longhorn 350. 
How long's uh, the horn, Drew? 350. Whoa. I don't know what the units are. <laughs> Is that are. European or Imperial? <laughs> it's a it's it's Torx. Okay. Uh World Superbike. Is that Losale <laughs> International Circuit? Losale. In Qatar. Qatar. Uh, supercars. Supercars are in Auckland. <laughs> New Zealand. You can only do your New Zealand accent if you're singing. <laughs> Supercars. Uh, and the World Endurance Championship is in Shanghai at the Shanghai International Circuit in China for the six hours of Shanghai. And Danny. Yes, Drew. We got NASCAR. Where are we going? Where are we going? Are we going to New Zealand? Uh, we can't close. Where, where are we going? It's Texas. Oh, that's south. It's not as south as New Zealand, but it's pretty south. It's, well, in one of the hemispheres. Okay. Uh, at the Texas Motor Speedway, along with them trucks, at Fort Worth, Texas. For Fort the Worth. AAA Texas 500. AAA steers. That's how good tri- this meat is here. AAA steers? Yeah. Can not steer a know. horse? Mm, uh, nope. Is it a cow? It's a, it's a cow. Oh, it's a cow. Okay. I didn't know that. You know, it's, it's cool because... We just call them there's, cars now. There's, there's steers in Texas, and you'll also be steering your car around oh, Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, it's so funny. So they're racing cattle. I get it. Okay, it's good. Yeah, you, you call your car a horse sometimes. Well, this time it's a cow. How, horse cow power. It's like horsepower, except it just sits there and chews into its four stomachs. <laughs> very very com- more complicated than the Urz system. Yes, not much of power, but a lot of digestion and gas. A lot of gas. A lot of exhaust fumes. <laughs> give, give us some gas. Yeah. We are on Twitter. Follow at Shift F1 Podcast for show updates and any fun F1 stuff we run across. I am at Drew Scanlon. I'm at Daniel Dwyer. Uh, shout out this week to Jacob Cousineau, a.k.a. Cousy2344. He says, just saw this on Reddit and thought you might appreciate it. And then it is uh, the... <laughs> This might actually take some explanation. Did you did you see qualifying? Um, I did. I didn't watch it live. I watched the highlights. Okay. Well, you then probably heard Vettel's radio when he got pole position. They were like, "All right, pole position, Seb. Great." And then Seb goes, "Yeah, I for a reason that only he knows." Well, anyway, Reddit combined that with the the Tingo Scra. Are What's you familiar that? with this meme? No. Where the uh, the man is rapping into a microphone and making a bunch of crazy gun noises? No, I don't know okay. that one. I need All right. so they can... Well, okay. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. Check the show notes, Danny, because I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> you can't do that with memes. <laughs> you should know. You are one. Yep. Yep. I can't explain it either. Uh, anyway, it's funny. Thanks, Jacob. Also, Ben, Ben Leonard, a.k.a. Cappy Turin, uh, in honor of Sebastian Vettel's Mamma Mia, quote, sent us this. Uh, it's a, it's an image of Sebastian Vettel in some kind of Mario Kart. Okay. At some event. Uh, I feel like I've seen every race car driver now do that. <laughs> but it's not, it's not the one in Japan. It's, okay, oh. It says Super Seb on the side, and he's wearing a Mario. He's wearing a Mario outfit. Is it? It's not a Halloween thing. 
I don't I don't know. It says Red Bull in the background. Oh yeah, okay, I'm looking at it now. It's uh this is from a couple of years ago, twenty thirteen or something. I'm watching a video of it. It's some sort of Red Bull uh promotional event. Mm. Where he's driving oh my god. Yeah, I've got a video of it here. It's it's quite something. He's driving a tiny red <laughs> Mario Kart. This is like humiliating. He's like yeah. driving in front of a bunch of uh, like random fans in this like shitty car. Oh my god, his ticker tape coming out of the back of it. <laughs> oh, he's like waving at everyone as he does it. Oh, this is so humiliating. He's gonna crash. He's gonna crash. He just spun it. He just spun the car. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. He got some sick air as well. <laughs> uh, and also, I I didn't watch this, but apparently, um, uh, HBO did a uh, a segment. Uh, about Lewis Hamilton and his brother. Um, yes, it was recent... very good. Yeah, yeah. I came across that last week, actually. Um, um, yeah, it was it was super good. Yeah, really, really touching. Okay. I will link that as well. It's on their YouTube channel. Uh, as always, you can find our show notes on F one dot cool, which is a a URL. I, th- I feel like that's the that's the pitfall of vanity uh, domain names is that when you say F one dot cool, people don't know that it's a web address. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of is like what do you what do you mean it's it, on f1.cool like worst cool. case can, scenario it, it 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 yeah it doesn't help that we also have like a number in there i think it just yeah. like totally fucks up the whole thing letter number dot cool what right. what are you even saying you, people are typing the letter like f o n e dot cool in as well the arabic numeral that. one <laughs> the period key and then the word cool cool but the o's are zeros no, <laughs> they're O's. Is the L a capital I? <laughs> Tough to tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can uh, also learn there how to subscribe via RSS, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are sold. Until next time, I am Drew Scanlon. I'm Danny. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can support both of us uh, on Patreon. Danny at patreon.com slash Danny O'Dwyer. Me at patreon.com slash cloth map. Anything else, Danny? No, I'm looking forward to to the next two races. We have a bit of a gap this week. Um, it's kind of like nothing to play for, all to play for. Um, bragging rights, which is which is as fun, I think, as as the championship is. So it should be fun. Hopefully, We've, a lot of a lot of drivers, you know, just nothing left to lose, and hopefully they've got some parts of their cars left that they can use. Some of the teams don't necessarily, um, but uh, they should be fun. And and both tracks are really good. They're they're both. I love. Uh, I love Interlagos and I, I, I love Yasmarin as well, so it should be fun. Championships, just a name for nothing left to lose. <laughs> Have a good race weekend, everyone. We will see you all next week. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>